whatever your niche is or whatever your industry is or whatever your your focus is you can start engaging in a conversation with others who are also focused on those things and that's really valuable to your community and so ultimately at the end of the day it's about creating value for your communities of interest today's podcast guest is michael sophia michael has an interesting story to where he became hugely successful at an early age. In his very early 20s, he was already making over six figures in income from a multitude ways of doing business. He then decided all of a sudden, I'm going to leave college and go find myself. And he went on to live in multiple countries while he really took a time of relevance, a time of reflection, a time to really find out who he is and what he wanted to do with the rest of his life. He found during that time that it was a, it was important to think in ways of decades rather than months or weeks about who he wants to be. He decided to have meaning and purpose in his life and that his decisions really matter and authenticity matters and to be intentional in everything that he does helps him in who the man that he's become today and you're going to love this podcast with Michael Sophia. My name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Today's broadcast was brought to you by Beyond Design, where they work to provide businesses with affordable and individualized marketing through quality design and strategic implementation in online media promotions, print advertising, events, and public relations marketing. You can find Holly Brunette and her team at Beyond Design at graphicbeyonddesign.com. And note, anytime you see the AGC logo at one of our events on a sign, print, or social media post, you will know that Holly and her team at Beyond Design took great care of us. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited to be back for another episode of the AGC Experience podcast, where we are interviewing amazing business owners, salespeople, entrepreneurs, we're learning about their story, the person behind the business, their passion, their why. And thank you for tuning in. You are subscribing from all over the country, from all over the world, and you're sharing us with others. Thank you for helping us expand our audience. It's all because of you sharing our link in, in uh, emails and text and instant messages. You are helping us grow and get our message out to a broader audience. So thank you for that. And today's guest, I'm super excited to have you. It's Michael Sophia. And Michael, you've got a few different businesses and you came highly recommended to me by someone I really respect and uh, have a great relationship. Our, our common friend, Adam Schneider, said, you've got to interview Michael. He's going to be fantastic on your show. And obviously I was like, yes, uh, if, if you come, if, if it comes with a recommendation from you, I know you're going to be an outstanding individual. So I can't wait to learn a little bit more about you. So if you would, please just introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us a little bit about you and your background and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, thanks for that, Travis. And we can, we can thank Adam as well. And uh, I'm very happy to be here today. So I appreciate the introduction. I have um, a very diverse background that, that has afforded me a very worldly perspective, and I've spent a lot of time in different parts of the world. Uh, I've spent 
a lot of time in different industries. I have a lot of experience in the health and wellness industry. And that gave me a lot of experience as a young man. I accelerated in my young 20s as a, as a high-level manager in the fitness industry. And uh, after that, I took a little hiatus. I took a, a very interesting break from business in my in my mid-20s, sort of like a, a partial early retirement. I had I had done well for myself and was asking a lot of questions about what was really relevant with my life and what was really relevant in the world. And I'm sure a lot of people are reflecting on those kinds of ideas these days. And I took a few years and I hit the brakes and I really tuned into those bigger questions. I studied uh, just by my own means of education. I took a lot of time in contemplation and reflection. I traveled a lot. Um, and that gave me a great period of time to gather myself and have a lot more poise with what I really wanted to do with my life and what I felt would be important in the world. And I started to think in terms of decades, not just in terms of weeks, months, and years, how I formerly um, had been motivated to pursue my, my business goals um, and even just my personal goals formerly. And so that gives me a broader perspective, I think very architecturally about what our opportunities are and what our skill sets are um, in order to create a, a more complex or a more comprehensive blueprint for what it's going to take to achieve success. Uh, so that that was a really unique point in my story that that a lot of people find somewhat interesting is that I took a break in my mid twenties yeah. to to tune into a little bit more meaning for myself and um, you know now in my thirties I've started an organization that is a growth marketing and media company and that's very purpose driven for me what I do is I support businesses that need growth organizations that need growth. And we produce media projects of all varieties and all kinds, um, you know, ranging from docu-series or documentaries or commercials or all kinds of things like that. And for me, it's a way to amplify and accelerate storytelling and meaning and purpose that belongs to organizations or to visionaries or to companies that have something they're really trying to share with the, with the world, trying to get their message out there, trying to show who they are, because I believe that authenticity really matters. And I'm sure a lot of your audience, your followers could appreciate that because in business and in life, it really matters that we're able to be as authentic as possible these days because that connects us with who our most authentic audience is. And it gives us the best opportunity to coordinate, to uh, cooperate, to collaborate together uh, and to accelerate our vision and our goals, whatever that is. And so that's, you know, that fortunately for me, that's a passion project. That's passionate work to do that. And then I have another company that is very close to me, very important to me, which still has to do with health and wellness, which is something that's been a mainstay in my life for decades now, uh, but it has a lot more to do with personal development and self-awareness as well. And that, uh, that company is called Advancement Academy. And that's really a platform for people to uh, advance themselves individually and to pursue whatever is most important for them in their lives right now, gaining focus, gaining health, gaining vitality, and gaining performance. And that's performance, whether you're an athlete or you're an executive, we're peak performance individuals. Um, a lot of us are also just on a healing journey along the way too. And so we address a lot of those things in that vehicle. And then, so for me, having these kind of two levers, these two business vehicles, Advancement Academy to support individuals who are seeking in for more in their lives and then prosper and purpose 
is a, is a vehicle for growth and for business acceleration so that I can support entrepreneurs, small companies, uh, and organizations who are really looking to do something in the world and uh, to find their place and purpose. Wow. Awesome. Thank you. You know, I, I want to ask you about a few things here. And, and so uh, tw- you're in your 20s and you're, you're having a high level of success and decide to take a break. And uh, so, and you said you focused on uh, finding your relevance and you focused on education. And so typical path, I mean, because that particular time in your life might've been the time where I'm thinking about like, what would my parents say, you know, if if I took a break right now, you know, and and decided to, to just find myself, if you will. And, and so at a, in your 20s is a time where either you're, you're finishing college or you're, you're midway through college or, and everyone says, go to college, you got to do this and here, this will set you up for success. So first of all, did you go to college? And uh, if yes or if no, how did that play into your success? And then I, I want to segue into then when you're finding yourself and you're spending this time finding your relevance, where did you go? What did you do? What did that time look like for you? Great questions. Um, so I'll start with the, the first part of that about the kind of educational and life path in your mid-20s. I think this is a super relevant part of the conversation these days for a lot of folks out there because education is in a total bust situation right now. I mean, a lot of people, young people, um, during during all the situation we've been through in 2020 they you know schools have been closed and they've they've not been able to participate in their classes or they've you know experienced more questions about what's what is their educational path so i think there's a lot of transformative opportunity there for me i went to college i went to college for both uh, business and architecture um i had excelled as a kind of a young architect through high school and i was recruited for that and um and for other academic accolades, I was uh, recruited for uh, from a variety of schools. And I chose to go to Las Vegas, of all places. As a young person, it's a very peculiar choice. But the real estate market was booming in Las Vegas at the time. So we all know that that was before 2007, 2008. This is back in the early 2000s. And I decided, well, I'll, you know, I'll go to university and I'll start business on the side. And I'll do some real estate. I'll start flipping real estate and building a real estate portfolio. And I did start all of that. And I was able to accelerate myself pretty quickly so that in my first year of college, I was I was already a super avid learner. I was somebody who took to the internet because the internet came alive during my lifetime. And I used it to learn. I was so always, I've remained in touch with my sense of curiosity and finding good resources to learn about things. And so I did that as I got to college and I found that I was able to accelerate myself and my interests more through my own learning than what college was really affording me. Um, not, not only affording me, but indebting me. Yes. So I was having to pay my own way through college, even though I got plenty of scholarships, I still had to pay a fair amount. And I was working and offsetting those costs on my own. And I decided, well, I think I can accelerate myself um, if, if I like pursue my interests more and not worry about school too much, but I'll stay in school um, until I'm sure about this. And I did that. I got, um, I got a lot of opportunities as I 
pursued business development in the fitness industry. And like right away, I experienced a lot of success and I was able to advance my income pretty readily. And I was able to leverage that early income to get myself into an early real estate opportunity. And this was still during my first year of college. Um, I had moved from, uh, from Alaska where I was living during high school down to Las Vegas. And, um, I just hit the ground running. I was really, really ambitious. And when I look back now, I'm like, wow, what a super amount of ambition I was running around with. And I decided after some success, I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the brakes on this, on school. I think I'm, I have a lot of integrity in what I'm learning. I have a lot of opportunity in my business growth. I have a lot of diverse interests. I'm going to go my own way. And I did. And it's after I did that, I accelerated very quickly. Now, for a lot of people, you know, the opportunities immediately in front of us are different. But for me, I was able to just accelerate. And, you know, so there I was as like a, an 18, 19 year old. And I started earning a very good income. I mean, I approached a six figure income before I was 20 years old. And as a young guy, that's, you know, that seems like a lot of money at the time. As, as an adult, older, you know, that even today, I think that's a great income for a lot of folks. But for me, it gave me a lot of opportunity to leverage my interests a lot more, um, to travel, to learn more. And I did that. And I started traveling and visiting different parts of the world, getting different cultural perspective. And um, for me, it led to all the transformative opportunities to take, a, take the decision in my mid-20s to take a break. And not to keep running because I had been running, you know, like seven days a week since I was even before I got to college. Right. So like, but I'll just reference from that point, like that was seven years running like seven days a week. And frankly, at certain points I was almost burnt out. I was tired and I got a little disenfranchised with the work I was doing. And I felt like God, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be more, more relevance, more connection with people. Even though I was earning well, I felt like gosh, I just want to have more positive impact in the world. I felt like I had really hit the ceiling with where my work was, even though it was important to the communities I was working with and important to the people, my, my business colleagues. And I had a really great scope of influence as a young guy. Um, I mean, I wrote, I created programs and ran directives um, for, for the largest fitness company in the world at that time, 24 hour fitness. And I had influence over thousands of trainers and my work was, you know, in, engaged with a lot of people and I traveled here and there and I ran multiple facilities and uh, that was a lot of tool building as a young person. And then when I took this break, it was like, well, now I can engage and leverage those tools and things that to me feel like they really, really matter. And that's, that's the work that I do now. Yeah. You bring up some, some great points. And, and first of all, you know, people, will steer you to college, uh, you know, here is the path to success, right? But the path to success is not always the same for everyone. There are tremendously successful people that never stepped foot into a college. And, you know, I'm, I'm someone personally that when I started out life, I started out in college of hard knocks, which means that, you know, at 17 years old, I'm married, I've got 18 years old, I've got a baby on the way and uh, didn't finish high school, never went to college, and went on to have that six-figure plus income and, and then walk away from it completely and, and 
start a new path. And so it, it's an interesting uh, way uh, it, your life, ha- the, the way your life has taken. And it, it just, um, you, you mentioned earlier that a lot of people are considering what will their educational path be? And because people say go to college, but what will your college experience be today? And do you really want to start out life with that much of a debt, you know, that you've got to fight to pay off for so long? And how could you learn? And so taking that time off and finding out, you know, what your purpose is and what your mission in life is, it's uh, interesting that you did that in your 20s because most 20 year olds are not taking a pause and they're also not taking that time for reflection. Uh, and and yeah, I lived through my 20s and my, my path was different, uh, of course, but there are, you know, I even look at my own son, I'm, I'm uh, 45 and my son's now 27. And it, uh, you know, looking at his life and, and what did he do in his 20s? And uh, 20s tends to be a time where you're doing a lot of partying and maybe some, some uh, college parties and this and that. Um, but you took the time to reflect and find your purpose and, and where you want to go in life. And so what has that led you to today? And because I want to know a little bit more, first of all, about um, Prosper and Purpose, uh, that, that the name itself is, is a really purposeful name, if we'll use that word again. And so I'd love to know a little bit more about that and what you're doing with it and what the mission is behind it, how you affect others, you know. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Prosper and Purpose. Well, I'll tell you something. I think when we can reflect on what the world circumstances are like right now, we can see that there are a lot of issues. And those issues have, you know, cascade effects where, during this lockdown, for example, there's, there are, you know, second and third order cascade effects that have dramatic, significant effects on how people are experiencing their lives. Food systems have been disrupted massively, for example. And that is now more significant and potentially harmful than what we had forecasted or some projected numbers for the issue of COVID in the first place. And so now it's like, well, wait a minute, how, how these, how we make decisions and what we decide to focus on really matters is, is where I'm going with this point. And so to me, I came to learn something after my time of, of reprieve and reflection that, you know what, enterprise is an extremely effective conduit to change and transformation and impact in the world. Enterprise is very accepted today. When we look at somebody who's working on a startup, who's creating a business, who's creating an organization of some kind, we look at that and we say, yeah, that's great. Go for it. Keep going. Work, you know, go put in that, those extra hours, build your team and, and I hope you succeed. And that's, that's pretty widely accepted that we all encourage each other's enterprise efforts. And so I see that today is like, this is a very modern um, consistency through our society that pursuing your business or, or enterprise initiatives is, is something that we all tend to accept and support. And so I see that as, as an avenue of saying, well, listen, when we have issues in the world, how we enterprise, how we do business matters. It really matters. It should have purpose in that process. And that's where the name comes from, prosper and purpose. You know, I believe that what we're all pursuing has an element of prosperity in it. 
you know, and a lot of people might extract that as, as purely financial. And I think that it could be a lot more diverse than that. Financial prosperity and abundance is, is very important so that we have access to means and resources. But prosperity is, is really diverse and dynamic and our communities need to prosper. We need more community prosperity and we need more civil prosperity uh, because that affords us more equilibrium uh, and more progress and more growth in ways that really matter. And so that's where kind of one of our catchphrases in the Prosper and Purpose organization is authenticity matters because we believe that tuning into what is authentic, what's really needed, what's important, what's purpose driven. These things are an essential value in the world that more and more of us who are more and more capable really need to start aligning ourselves. And, and I think there's a tremendous opportunity for us to continue to become more cooperative and collaborative with our initiatives, with our businesses and our uh, different enterprises, because, boy, we really need it. We need to take the baton for what's going on in society. And our businesses can play a great role in what unfolds in the next decade and several decades, because our children really need us to do that. You know, we have a, we have a responsibility, a certain kind of a stewardship of how we take the responsibilities of the world and what we decide to focus our energies on and then how we pass those things on and what kind of influences we have along the way. So I'm encouraging constantly my colleagues, friends, business partners, um, colleagues from the past, the folks on, you know, each coast and, and internationally that these are the kinds of things, you know, you can steer goodness into the business that you're in today, just wherever you are. And if you're creating something new or you're part of a startup of any kind, um, it's, it's absolutely important that we talk about these things. Founders, CEOs, executive teams, boards, all kinds of organizations and people at different levels of the organization, I think, can benefit from these kinds of conversations that focus on these things. Oh, that's awesome. You know, uh, no matter what you're doing in life and what business offerings that you're creating, it's starting with that mission. It's starting with that that clear focused mission about what you want to accomplish, uh, what good you want to give back to the world. And today's buyers are buying differently than they did 35 years ago. And it's not good enough just to be great at what you do. You have to also, every buyer is looking at how are you making an impact in the world? You know, what are you, what do you, what cause are you contributing to? How are you helping and giving back? And this is a very shift that's taking place in the millennials that are are up and coming business owners and salespeople and entrepreneurs of today's world. So true. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I think a lot of people look for what has a lot of integrity in it. You know, like, do I support the full life cycle of these products or these messages that I'm, I'm engaging with? So I, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's important too to like vision is, is, paramount. It's essential. It's a starting place. It's, you know, it's the keystone to everything else that's going to happen within an organization. But so too is, is practicality. Like we need, we need to be functional. We need to be effective, efficient, and practical, and we need to know what works. And so if you have a vision, and this is something I see in a lot of nonprofit organizations, because I do work with nonprofit organizations and social enterprise organizations. And a lot of times what's there or what's not there the abilities of like growth marketing, effective media strategies, uh, understanding how to develop a, a campaigns, how to get people involved in what you're doing, 
And so like the vision can be strong, the sense of mission can be strong, but then it's like, well, and we need those tools that are so effective in business, sometimes the more conventional side of business. And so we need to be well-equipped in that arena. And that's actually why one of the reasons why I started Prosper and Purpose, because I realized a lot of social, positive social enterprise organizations don't have the aptitudes or the abilities. They don't have the skills of marketers who are, who are doing marketing for you know, more mainstream companies. And so that's where we leveraged ourselves as a media organization to bring those, those growth potentials to fruition for companies that are in organizations that are trying to do some good. You know, what a, what a great segue into uh, Advancement Academy. And it's because I, I, I want to know this. I know our listeners want to know this. And that is, you know, maybe you have a strong mission and you have a culture within your organization, but you have been a very uh, face-to-face organization. You, you've been an in-person uh, organization or company. And now you're finding yourself uh, in, you know, the, the new normal or, or what's coming ahead in that we're, we're living in a, a digi- digital even more so than just a few months ago. It's everyone that wasn't already there has been scrambling on how can we get more online uh, material? How can we get it out to reach our audience and what can we do? So I'd love to know more about Advancement Academy and then what advice you have for people that have found themselves in that spot, you know, where, oh my gosh, I have to completely shift everything we're doing to be able to serve an online audience. Well, that is a great segue. Um, you know, one of the things I think about in having both of these organizations sort of operating two very busy hats is that we have our missions, like we have our outward expression, we have our work in the world, whether it's a steady vocation or a startup of some kind. And then we have ourselves at the center, like we have ourselves, which is the impetus to fulfill any of that work. And so Advancement Academy has a lot to do with cultivating greater self-awareness and focus um, and that's beneficial for so many of us from coming from different walks of life and cultivating your highest level of vitality so that your focus, your energy, your efforts, your intentions, you're able to fulfill whatever those things are more uh, according to your own interests. And so it's really about empowerment, kind of a, a catch word, really popular in California where I used to live. Um, And I think we need those things. I think there's so much stress and uncertainty going on in the world around us out there. It's like, well, how do I nourish myself? How do I cultivate a center of calm and centeredness so that I can stay focused, so that I can stay productive, so that I can stay, you know, intentional about how I'm directing my attention from day to day. Now, we all have our attention sort of pulled one way or another, according to the major social transitions we're experiencing, the social challenges we're experiencing. But in order to remain as leaders, it's very important that we have a centered approach to our own personal lives. Our lifestyles need to have consistency and rhythm. We need to have practices that boost us up, that help us feel strong and empowered and focused, um, you know, so that we can stay behind the wheel and we can help adjust the sails and keep the compass on track as we go through changing and transformative times. And so that individual personal side of the experience is what Advancement Academy for me is the intention for is to support those things. And 
And you're right about the shift we've experienced. I mean, our attention has gone from a lot of live interaction and several years of growth in sort of our economic uh, circumstances for a lot of people, a lot of individuals and a lot of companies. And now with like a, with a one quick fell swoop, we were all at home and we were starting to do meetings more like this. And now in order to have, whether it's individual connection or business connections, we need to find ways to be more present here in order to sustain the, some of that trajectory, in order to sustain our sense of connection. And so, um, you know, I, it's something that I stayed away from for those several years where I was kind of reflecting and setting back um, was, was a real strong digital presence. But now it's, it's just, it's a means of access. If you want to have an effective billboard out there in the world, if you want to invite people to what it is you're doing, if you want to connect with more people who are ha focused on the same topics or have the same ideals, you need to find ways to go through the digital platforms and have a relevant presence to demonstrate yourself authentically, to put some content forward. And I'll tell you, a lot of times developing content, there could be a little bit of startup anxiety to that because it's new, it's different. It's like, oh, there's cameras and there's microphones and there's all this stuff and there's tripods and oh man. And I felt I can, like, I'm saying that because I could relate to that. I started off producing content and getting authentic media out there from a starting point where I was like, man, I'm really uncertain about this. Like, I don't feel totally confident yet. Um, but that humble entry point is important. Now, a lot of people out there maybe have some experience with media and even for everybody, whether you're new or experienced with it, I think honing your message, getting a, a production life cycle figured out so that you can do some consistent things and you can focus on upcoming events um, and, and producing media that's unique as one-offs. It's important to have kind of both sides of the equation where maybe on a weekly basis, you do a couple of things, like you sit down with guests and you produce a podcast show. Whatever your niche is, or whatever your industry is, or whatever your, your focus is, you can start engaging in a conversation with others who are also focused on those things. And that's really valuable to your community. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about creating value for your communities of interests. If, if <clears throat> it's not just focused on selling, it's focused on what's authentic here. What do others benefit from hearing, or at least whatever you think others may benefit from hearing, by showing up and be authentic in the conversation. So some people are better writers. They're not great in front of a camera. A camera scares them. Okay, write. Blogs are a fantastic medium. Some people can get in front of the camera and, and that's fantastic. They have a lot of personality. They show up, they animate well. Some people are great just in front of a mic with a microphone. And that's fantastic. So it's like, whatever the medium is, it's not just the newspaper these days. Whatever your best form of expression is, there's a way for you to do it. Um, and there's a way to cultivate more confidence, more consistency, more rhythm, more structure, and to formulate business goals because marketing is extremely accessible these days as well. And you can target your marketing and you can hone in right to whoever it is that might be interested in what you have to say. And so... That's where, you know, the, the content production and, and the marketing goals can really come together. And man, I'm so grateful to have spent several years honing in and learning about these things because that's what's relevant today to, to get your message out there. Yeah. Paul, you're, you're speaking my language, which is awesome. Uh, community. It, it is all about community. 
And, you know, when we created AGC and we started uh, working towards uh, starting up AGC back almost two years ago, it, um, we started with our mission and its community network global impact. And, and so a community can make a big difference in the world. Just one community can make a big difference. And uh, you're so right, uh, plugging in. And in today's world, even though we you know, likely will be going back to face-to-face -to -face as the country starts to open and, and whatever that will look like and feel like, but uh, you're still able to stay engaged in your community using online platforms and groups and um, being able to have conversations. And uh, I would like to know, just uh, as we start to wrap up here, how, how have you used the last two or three months? You know, in, in this time when we were sheltering in place or staying at home and uh, a lot of people have, have uh, gotten really creative and they've started new and, and new things. And then others have said, oh, I just watched Netflix. So I would love to know, well, how did you use this time? That's a great question. I have used this time to really accelerate a lot of my goals. I've, uh, I've spent the time focusing on enhancing infrastructure and that's like, technical digital infrastructures, expanding our presence a little bit. Um, and to elaborate some longer form content and media that we're releasing, we're beginning to release now. Um, we use the time to finalize a course. I've developed an online course over the last year. And so we use the time to really hone in on and, um, and finalize that and to build our skills actually as, as a team that helps others to be able to produce courses. So doing things for ourselves has accelerated our ability to do it for others um, because we've ironed out a lot of uh, a lot of intricacies and finer details. And so, um, and I've used the time to do some team building as well. Um, now in the traditional sense, like team building, you may think of like taking a retreat and being in person and doing those kinds of things. But um, I mean it in a couple of ways. One, we've grown our team. So during this, during this downtime, um, well, if you call it downtime, I mean, yeah. downtime is maybe more like the Netflix thing. The, right. And I'm talking about not so much the Netflix thing. Um, so during the, the off time, I don't know. Um, we've, um, we've used that time to leverage our ability to send out the message and to communicate with people who are interested in the things we're talking about and to grow our team a little bit. And so I've grown my media team a little bit. Uh, I've grown some of our supporting team. Um, and that's giving us a great platform as we start to, as we start to have things uh, turn back on and businesses, uh, businesses open again, uh, we're in a greater position to have a, a stronger role to support more businesses. And that was my idea coming through all this and seeing all this change and turmoil was like, man, people, a lot of people are feeling uncertainty right now. There are a lot of businesses that aren't going to make it through this. And for me, I'm like, oh, I empathize with that. I have a lot of compassion for the difficulties that a lot of us are navigating, have navigated and are still navigating as we go forward. So our, my goal has been, how do I equip us? How do I equip what we can do further so that on the tail end of, of, of some of this close time of closure, we can support people better. We can support businesses more. We can support entrepreneurs more. We can help those who are looking to start important initiatives. We can support what they're up to more and better than when we went into this. Um, and so we've used the time to really tool up, to hone our abilities, um, and, and to prepare for 
kind of the back end, the back side of this. And, and a big part of my mission is to just speak authentically to what we're experiencing as communities. And, you know, we have different levels to our communities and we all actually have different communities that we're in that kind of overlap in some different ways or another. And my goal is to encourage the leadership in each of us as individuals to have positive roles in our communities and to have good stewardship, good agency, to have impact, to have a voice and to focus on what matters. Um, and so, you know, the, the business vehicles that I have to do that with are, those are business vehicles, but my personal goal is to just encourage that fire that each of us have as, as individuals, as leaders, that what you do matters, what you say matters, how you reflect on things really matters. And so those are my goals. And I've, I've taken a lot of this downtime to reflect on those things for myself too. Uh, it's just to get really clear on, on how can I broadcast my message more clearly. Awesome. I love it. You know, I, I um, think about how will we describe this time, you know, when we're, when we're sitting uh, in a rocking chair and we're talking to someone much younger than us that didn't um, maybe wasn't around during this time or, or they were too young to remember it. And how will we describe it? And what will we say we did with it? And what will they ask us about this time? And uh, I'm so thrilled with your answer. You know, it, uh, again, speaking our language, uh, accelerating, accelerating growth, accelerating learning, accelerating uh, your creativity, accelerating your audience. Everything you're doing is, are all the right things during this time. And if you're listening or watching this podcast right now and you're still during a pandemic and maybe you're laid off or maybe you're at home, get creative. Uh, take take this time and and seek out knowledge. And there are so many opportunities like podcasting and uh, workshops and online uh, abilities to learn and soak up and, and really grow during this time. So thank you for providing that. Uh, we're on the podcast show today with Michael Sophia. And if someone wants to know more about uh, Prosper and Purpose, uh, how do we find you? You can find me, you can go online. Uh, we have a website, prosperandpurpose.com. Uh, I'm easy to get a hold of there. You can connect with us in, in any of the ways you'd like to, uh, email. Otherwise, you can find us on social media as well, but uh, the website's probably the most direct avenue. Excellent. And then if we're really looking to increase our, our, our digital awareness and really ramp up our, our abilities in the online world, uh, how do we find you at Advancement Academy? Yeah, Advancement Academy for... Um, for all areas of personal growth and well-being is uh, advancement.academy. And um, that's another easy one. You just go there and you'll, you'll find all the different ways you can connect with us. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being such a great guest. I've, I've got a page full of notes to reflect on when we finish up today. And I can't wait to go back and listen again. And if you're listening or watching right now, you know, that's one of the things that I do often is not only my recording, but I'm re-listening because I always learn more the second time around. And then I even learn more when I share it with someone else and I get their views and their thoughts and their opinions. And then we can share that learned experience together. So if you're listening or watching, thank you for subscribing. When you hit that subscribe button, it will prompt you every Monday. You're going to have that new podcast sitting and waiting to, to have more great content and amazing individuals sharing their stories and their life lessons. So thank you for being our guest. Thank you for watching or listening. Until next time, this is the AGC Experience Podcast Show.